Time now to welcome in Yogi Roth, Pac-12 Network Analyst, to talk a little college football. Yogi, good morning. Yes, the sun did come up today, fellas. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> just barely. Feel yeah, like, okay. I feel like I'm in Alaska in the winter. Just barely peaked, and now it's gone again. Yeah, yeah. How are you guys doing? Yeah, uh, Yogi, I mean, come on now. I mean, you are the most optimistic. You're also the most knowledgeable Pac-12 guy that I know, and you're certainly the most optimistic. Uh, so the sun did come up, but spread some sunshine. Give us something here, please. <laughs> uh, totally. Well, I think this. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's okay to be sad, mad, upset. Um, we all are. And I'll say this for me. Um, the adult in me says, Look, when this happened in March in Las Vegas and throughout spring ball, I talked to a lot of coaches, and they all said the same thing. It'd be really hard to have a season, you know, unless we get a vaccine, unless there's real answers to this thing. Um, and that was then. And, and I understood that. I was like, yeah, okay, I, I get it. And, and I think when I take the emotion out of it as an adult, I'm, I'm not surprised at all by this. Um, now, the child in me, is, is bombed because, I, I mean, I, I used to call my own games in the backyard when I throw myself like diver after diver, you know, and I love this craft more than anything other than my family. So I'm, I'm bummed on that, and I feel players and, and how upset they are and fans and how bummed they are. But I think overall when we step back and look at it, the realities are, are the realities and the majority of footprints in this conference, coronavirus is not slowing down. Um, and that, that's too bad. So I, I, I'm bummed. I, I look forward to, like I talked to Commissioner Scott yesterday, of when we play again. You know, it's not like it's not going to happen again. It's going to be a rough couple months in that regard because we all are so in tune to having a season. I, I feel like even like my body is ready for football. Like I work out harder when it's training camp time and I'm usually visiting teams. But that's just kind of what we got to deal with. And, and I think it'll be fun to see how people get creative in this time. You know, around the sport, around the NFL, and the draft, and maybe a spring season. Um, that'll be fun to see, and uh, I'm looking forward to being a part of it. Okay, so using your analogy, the kid in me is looking forward to a spring season. The adult in me doesn't think that's going to happen. And the people who are talking about all the logistical problems. Is the virus really going to slow down? Are we going to have a vaccine? And if we do, will we have it in an amount to you know, inoculate 300 million-plus people? Um, and the wear and tear on people's bodies, uh, that's not going to happen. I and mean, we're probably going to sit here and talk about it happening for six months. But as I sit here right now, if you said, you know, for 20 bucks, call your shot, I would not put my 20 bucks on yes, because I'm afraid I'd yeah. wave it goodbye. <laughs> well, I would put season in air quotes, right? And, and I don't think it's going to be 12 games. I don't know if it'll be 10 games. It might be five games. It might be six games. But I think there's going to be something. I really do. Um, I think that, uh, you know, you can look at the, you know, and I think a lot, to your point, will change over the course of the next couple of months, like, Fiscally, like what happens with the schools? Like, do they get a loan that was reported? Like, how do schools deal with this and manage this? I mean, this is not easy for uh, for the business of college athletics. And, and I get that the business may change based on coronavirus too. But current reality is, you no know, college football is not great for any athletic department. Um, so I, I'd be curious, you know. And, and what if it was that? What if instead of spring ball, you have five week season or six week season? You know, a lot of these teams now take six to seven weeks to handle spring ball. Right, and maybe maybe they do that. Maybe we see more young guys play. Maybe we see some guys opt out because of the NFL. I don't, I don't know, but uh, you know the, the, the words of the year 
fluid and flexible, right, regarding college football as of now. And, and I'm going to stay that way. You know, I, I don't think that it's going to be a full year, but I'm not – I'm not ready to to give up on that bet, so I'll throw down twenty bucks against you, man, if you want. <laughs> uh, Yogi, I like your analogy of the kid in you because I differentiate pro sports from colleges, and even though it's somewhat blurred for sure, and college is big business. You know, you look at the pros, and exclusively, I mean, what, did you win or did you lose? You know, whereas in college, when you talk about the the kid in you. It, it it takes you back. I mean, I'm a sun devil, man, as the as the line goes in the the movie, and it takes me back to when I was walking the campus, and I was a fool going nuts. January one, nineteen eighty seven, the only time they won the Rose Bowl, and I cried my eyes out. Ten years later, when those. I can't say the word that I want to use, the adjective to describe Ohio State. You can imagine when uh, they scored at the end and beat the Devils in that dream season with Jake Plummer uh, went away. So that's what makes it so painful because it's your school, and you can be 20 years old and it's your school, and you could be 60 years old and it's your school. So there is a lot of kid in us when it comes to college sports, no matter how old you are. And, yeah, you talk about, and I appreciate you trying to find a silver lining, but, man, you talk about how you, get, you, you work out harder. You're going you're gonna to be in the best condition of your life come September then, right? <laughs> That's what I told my wife last night. I said, man, look out. <laughs> I'm get after it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, and, and I love that. That's the essence of college football. I mean, when I hear the players talk about, you know, whether it's uh, how upset they are or the We Are United movement, like the form of the, of all that stuff is one conversation. The essence of it is the same, which is guys love the game. I mean, I, I told my wife last night, I said, I, I don't think that we've really talked about my love for college football. Like, I, if I don't play ball, I don't go to college. Right? Like, I've been around this game for, this has been my 20th season, you know, in a row. You know, like, I, 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 this is the fabric of my life. And, and it is, uh, I mean, I slept with the football from eighth grade until my senior year in college. How pathetic is that? Like, you know, but it's true. You know, I've, I've loved it more than anything until I met her and had a family and kids and, and all that stuff. But it is just, it's in second position, you know, behind that. So it, it is hard. And, and I understand that. And it should be. And anything worth a damn it is hard because you love it. And if you love something, like, I've told players for 20 years, if you love it, you do anything to protect it. And that's what we're seeing right now. So I think there's so much emotion involved, right? There's so many people upset or, you know, I have all these dramatic hot takes that I'm just like, you know what? It, it, I, I'm going to see through some of that and just go right to the essence and the core of it, which is you're really hurting because this game is not going to be able to be what you thought it was for the next couple of weeks, let alone the next couple of months. And, you know, now the, the wind is out of the optimism regarding, you know, the season occurring when we thought it would be and training camp starting next week and all those things. So that's okay. And I think uh, that's off the top. I got no, no problem with that. And I do think, though, when the dust settles, people sit back. And I believe this very strongly. We're going to look at the Pac-12 conference and the decision that was made. And it was, I think it's the right decision. You know, I think when you look at it, it's not like this, this is Larry Scott's decision. Not like any coach or AD said, let's go do this. Not like anybody who loves football every day and it's their, their life said it. It was the president's because they listened to the advice 
of people that come out of Utah, Stanford, UCLA Medical, UW, like all these magical, brilliant schools, best schools in the country, best conference in the country academically by far. And then, oh, by the way, Michigan, Ohio State, Northwestern, some of the other top educational institutions agreed with it. So that, that's where my head goes of, you know what, I, I think when we look back, it was the right move to protect the student-athletes from something we just don't know enough about yet. Just for the record, uh, I was with you on diving in the backyard for the football while calling the games, but uh, sleeping with a football in high school and college, nope, that's where we, that's where we part. That's where we go our separate ways. <laughs> you got to catch him. I would catch a 1,000 a night in the dark. I am curious what you think of the Big 12 and the SEC and the ACC. Are they being more patient, but they, are they going to end up making the same decision in you know a couple of days, a couple of weeks, whatever the timeline is? Or do you think... You, PK, me, we're all going to be sitting there watching SEC football this year and uh, watching it every Saturday. That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I talked to somebody yesterday that, you know, called up an SEC medical personnel and said, you know, what is up with this report that you guys don't see it um, like, like we see it? Like, well, really, what do you see? And they said, uh, that's how we see it today. You know, kind of like, hey, relax, like, um, I know how this is coming across, but we're just kind of being a little bit more patient. But um, I, I would anticipate everybody doing the same thing. Now, if they don't, then I wish them luck. I, I mean, I don't want to – I do not want to play the I told you so game, right? Like, I don't want a player to, God forbid, uh, have something happen to him or, God forbid, Nick Saban or an older coach in one of those respective conferences – you know, get sick and end up in ICU with, with lung issues or heart issues. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. So if they do play, like, okay, they rolled the dice in that regard. And that is a, that is a role that the 12 president CEOs in this conference weren't cool with based on the medical information. So if it happens, it happens. Um, I hope it, I hope it doesn't because what, I, what the, the biggest frustration I have right now, um, really collectively in the country is that like, Man, no matter where we turn, we divide, you know? And, and what I love, and, and I'm sure you guys do too about football, is that it's the purest, no offense to other sports, it's the purest team sport in the world. It's the only team sport, I believe, where every snap, every position, you got to count on everybody. And right now, you know, we hear all, you know, since March, every conference commissioner is on the phone every day. Every conference is on the same page. And then what happens with basketball? They were supposed to announce at the same time. And what everybody do? They What's best for me? Let me announce it first. No, let me announce it second. Let me announce it. Right? There's no unity. Same thing with this. And, and I understand differences and the, the regions, et cetera, but um, it's not as though, like, there aren't hot spots in every one of those respective uh, uh, footprints, you know, in each respective conference. So that, that is the frustrating, most frustrating part for me. Uh, I believe in the fact that there should be um, joint leadership in terms of is there a college football office? that oversees all things college football. I'd love to see that happen. I'd be, I'd, 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 I'd say, invite me. I'd come for free. Let me be a part of that conversation because it's, it's, a, it's too bad right now because now it's just going to trickle down like everything does, right? Recruiting, our staff versus your staff, our footprint. We love football more. We don't. Our medical department versus yours. And I, I still think in, until we say you're a pro, which we're not, you know, that's not the case today, it's still the job of 
starting with coaches up to ADs, up to presidents, up to conferences, up to the CEO group to do what's in the best interest of student athletes, not what's in the best interest of fans and what your community wants and your crazed fan base wants. And I don't, I feel like the lines have been blurred in that regard. And I don't want to put those words in any president's mouth at any other institution, but that, that's at least what's, what the narrative is right now. And, uh, I'm bummed on that, man. I want college football to be, be connected. And I want that to be a part of this country's healing process on a bunch of levels. And, It'd be cool if uh, at some point in my career that, that's the case. If these other conferences somehow do manage to pull it off, do you see as that being detrimental to the Pac-12? Uh, I don't know. I mean, is it detrimental that the Pac-12 said we're going to put health in front of everything else and what we know from our institutions in front of everybody else? I don't think that's detrimental. Um, I think the narrative of like, well, the playoff happened again or there's a college football season and the Pac-12 isn't a part of it. Yeah, that's not going to be great. Um, But I also look at uh, the brands of Utah and Stanford and Oregon and SC and UW and Cal. And I believe this. The longer none of those teams get an L, the stronger their brands become. SC and Oregon, two of the top recruiting class in the country right now those guys ain't slowing down in regards to recruiting you know nobody could tell you even what stanford went last year nobody would say yeah they're four and eight like their brand is rolling in recruiting like so i think that there's there's a bunch of different angles on that um but yeah i, I if one if some team plays and, and another team doesn't the team that plays and they get a lot more love and a lot more shine but i don't think it's detrimental based on why the decision was made you know, the decision wasn't made on a hunch. And that's why I love that even the Pac-12 put out all those documents yesterday. Like, go read them. You know, like, here's the deal. This is what they believe in with Corona. When I talked to coaches in the NFL last night, and I was just like, hey, what, what's it like with you guys and testing? And they're like, man, it's so intense. Like, there's no chance college could do what we did. Just based on, I mean, every day, the amount of money. They own a testing, uh, uh, whatever, testing lab. Like, you could say, well, why can't college have that with all the money? Well, there isn't as much money, I think, as people think in college football, number one. And number two, like, that, there isn't an overarching body to, to make that happen for college football. And that, that, I think, is a glaring issue with what, what we're dealing with right now. Well, Yogi, I think uh, America has to follow your lead. Go to the backyard, throw passes to yourself, make diving catches, and uh, call the games yourself because you can do that socially distanced. <laughs> I tell you what, it's still one of the most fun times I've ever had in my life. And you just launch it. How, how far can you go get it? So I'll, I'm going to do that on the beach. I'm going to take our five-year-old. We're just going to play diver every Saturday. Pretend like we're in Rice Eccles. Maybe we throw up some film on uh, Instagram or something. See what we can there do. Go. I like it. Uh, which beach? Uh, Venice. 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 Follow him on Instagram. You'd know. He's at Venice Beach all the time, man. There it is. <laughs> Yogi, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Anytime. And, and I hope we can talk as, uh, as the months of the season go on. It'd, it'd be fun even for my own mental psyche to stay connected to you guys. Okay. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep that in mind. You'll, you'll hear from us. All right, brother.